Hi. Hey, dog. It's me, Ruff, your dog. You're a real crime dog. Motherfucker, and, and you by can that, live at the mall. And by that, I mean you're a dog that commits crimes. <laughs> Twist. Perhaps the real McGruff was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> nah, the dog days are over. Motherfucker, the dog days are just beginning. I haven't, I haven't owned a dog in a long time. Speaking of dog days, it is the height of sweaty balls summer right mm, now. How are your balls? Pretty sweaty. How are yours? They're fine. I got that They're AC. Fine? Oh, God damn you. But I turned it off, so maybe by the end of this, <laughs> they'll be sweaty. Oh, well, good for you. All right, so now that we've done our contractually obligated five-minute bits. Perfunctory bits. <laughs> <laughs> we should get tattoos that say that. Because that defines us pretty well. All right. Let's get it started and ha. So which of us is going to do a hilarious you. riff on oh, on how we don't actually introduce our podcast in a normal way anymore? Which of us is going to be the most alienating to our newest listeners yeah. and oldest listeners? And everybody. And each other. And each other. And also, we'll, we'll make us lewd listeners. Which, which of us is going to... Did you say, did you say lewd listeners? Uh, I wish. Hey, all those lewd listeners out there. Luda! <laughs> so, as you probably guessed, this is Think Outside the Box Set. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Come yeah. come in. Are you sitting comfortably? Please partake in our positivity. Close your eyes and imagine, envision with me, you're in your happy place. There's soft music playing. The music is T-Pain. T-Pain, it's his mixtape. It's not one of his albums. And you have entered Think Outside the Box Set. Thanks for entering us. Thanks for entering us. <laughs> We are a podcast, and our mission in this life and in the world to come is to become acquainted and become intimate with artists that we were not familiar with from before. Also, we want to understand what is love. What is this human love? Baby, don't hurt me. We are a podcast. (laughs) Don't hurt me no more. So, Cameron, why did we listen to what we did tonight? And what is it also? Well, because have you ever listened to a mixtape before? Like not, a rap mixtape? Not that kind of mixtape, no. I've only listened to one, and it was Kendrick's mixtape, I think in between To Pimp a Butterfly and Damn. Untitled, Unmastered, un- That's the one. Unreleased, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Is that really a mixtape? Because... Didn't he charge money for it? Yeah. See, this is the thing. I think we're we're both pretty ignorant about what it means to ha- to have a mixtape and for something to be a mixtape. Both yeah. of us equally. So it, it's one of the few things that we're equal at. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we we had this suspicion that um, maybe in order to really 
understand uh, this genre that we needed to give these mixtapes a chance. Maybe the the same way that people said that, um, you know, to really understand Garth Brooks, you needed to hear his double live album, which we did for a Patreon episode. By the way, sorry we uh, forgot some bonus content for last month. We'll uh, try our best to forget. We had it scheduled. Okay, so here's somebody went and had a birthday. I my wife can my wife cannot keep me from um, planning things all the time, and so she just eventually stopped making me try to. (laughs) She stopped making me try to not have plans that weekend, and she's like, "All right, so this is what's happening." After I figured it out, and she was like, "So cancel all your shit and listen to me next time." Ah. Wait, I went through all that and it wasn't even secret? You figured it out? No. Well, I figured it out, you know, uh, when people started showing up. Oh, well, so then it worked. But after, yeah, it did. Yeah. So I we had a, uh, we had a recording of a bonus episode scheduled for last Friday, I think. Yeah, last Friday evening. And um, I got a text from Cameron's wife, his wife, and she asked me to cancel or postpone the recording because there was some surprise guests coming into town to celebrate Cameron's birthday because Cameron is how old are you now? 22 years old? He's yeah, young 22. is what I'm saying. I don't know about you. Yeah. And I'm 45. <laughs> I'm on the 45. Yeah. Uh, so I had to uh, postpone the recording of the bonus episode but it was worth it because Cameron is worth it. He's a very special boy who turned a very special age. <sighs> yeah, that like almost 30, almost in a different demographic age. Yikes. What age are you really? 29. Nice. Yeah. That's my favorite sex number. <laughs> <laughs> I got some 29 on my birthday. Let me tell you, mm. I'm still sore. Ooh. You know where. Uh, oh, right in your nine hole. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, bonus episode will be coming short, or bonus content will be coming shortly. We yeah. will get that to you. And we appreciate your support. And we're sorry that we have been so bad about getting out bonus content lately. It has been, uh, you know, it, it's like, it's tough. It's almost it's like it's like hard to, um, to find time in my schedule to watch more ICP movies. <laughs> and then even harder to talk about it. Yeah. It's it's weird how that works. Almost. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, that, that is what we're planning on doing for our next bonus is watching the long-awaited uh, sort of prequel, sequel, um, their Oof. 2010 movie Big Money Rustlers. Yeah. Man, I hope... Um, the jerky boys are in it. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably the best part of that movie. The last one. Mm-hmm. I hope, um, what's his face? Who's that Canadian guy who played Harry Cox? Oh yeah. Yeah. The yeah Canadian yeah. comedian. Um, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> That's it. God, I hope Harvey Weinstein is in this movie. <laughs> Harvey Firestone. Uh, <laughs> the tire man. Harvey Dent. Do you know any other Harvey's? I'm thinking Harvey the <laughs> Rabbit. Yes. Who's Harvey the Good Rabbit? Paul. You know the the old stage play and mo- or maybe it was a movie first. Oh, oh, with a, a dude with an imaginary with, friend. With Jeremy Stewart. Yeah, that's right. I I don't see the rabbit. 
there's a huge um, Harvey the Rabbit in Hillsborough, Oregon, like for some, I don't know, used car lot or something. What? And uh, it was like, it was like huge. It was like uh, a few stories tall. And, um, but it was an actual rabbit, but they called it Harvey, I think in reference to the film. Was it originally built uh, as a Paul Bunyan and they turned it into a rabbit? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But it was totally like a, just straight out of a Stephen King, like that thing was like fucking terrifying. Sounds like straight out of David Lynch. I've never uh, seen David Lynch. Not even Twin Peaks? Nope. Not even Twin Peaks? Nope. Oh, okay. Not even. Not even. Not odd. All right. Uh, I saw him in Louie. Oh, shit. He's in Louie? Yeah. What? Is that one of the later seasons? I don't remember. Oh, I only saw the first couple. It's a good episode. Hmm. All right. Um... So we've totally failed about introducing in peace. what we're talking about. <laughs> Wait, Dave Lynch is dead? No, uh, Louis. Oh. He's de- dead uh, to us all. Yeah, he is. But he did it to himself. It yeah. was a suicide. Hope it was worth it. Yeah. Hope your weenie was worth it, Louis. <laughs> all right. So what we did is we, uh, we didn't want to cover all of T-Pain's mixtapes because that would be a lot. So we decided we would just cover the ones that have a Wikipedia article for them. Yeah. And in retrospect, I think that was a good idea because we had a hard enough time finding lyrics for this mixtape, let alone alone the ones that wouldn't even be, you know, notable enough to have their own Wikipedia article. We had to leave the genius. We left the genius in the dust. I had to go to songlyrics.com and I fucking never want to go back. Yeah. I went Fuck to UrbanLyrics.com, oh, which no, Nathan. is a little bit... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that name. <laughs> it's a little bit... Yeah. Um, it was fine. Not like, I mean, not okay like RuralLyrics.com. <laughs> yeah. CowboyLyrics.org. Where we got all our Garth lyrics. Yeah. Um, so we ended up listening to T-Pain's... Is it 2011, I think? Prevelvet Prevolver. Yeah. Prevolver. But the... E-V-O-L-V-E part is in a different font on the cover. So it says Evolve in the middle of the Prevolver. And it's also a prequel to Revolver. Yeah, and we'll see what that means. Yep. Next. Hey, this this album's all rap. It's, yeah, pretty, yeah. I think T-Pain raps on every single song. Yeah. Yeah. It's Um, great. I love his rap. It's super fun. The fucking production on this is so fucking good, too. It's great. It's uh, it's still like really tight, but it's more loopy and hip hoppy. It's a little yeah, less feels, like uh, gospel it feels or really R&B. carefree. Yeah, um, it's like really like fun. A lot more casual, but it's yeah, yeah. just like. And uh, the guy who's producing a lot of it is named Young Fire, Fire with a Y. And uh, Wikipedia has this to say about him: In 2010, Nappy Boy Entertainment rapper Young Cash, whose real name is Joey Galaxy, passed Young Fire's music to label founder slash owner T Pain, who, upon hearing it, immediately called the producer Young Fire in the middle of the night and offered to fly him to Miami for a meeting. Hmm. And that—that's the same year that this guy Young Fire produced almost all of this mixtape. Hmm. So he pressed him into service pretty much immediately. Um, and. We should say right up at the top that this mixtape is so fucking long. It's a, uh, it's like an audiobook. It's like a collection of tapes. It's like a box it's like set. Six tapes. It's yeah. like a, how, I don't even know what to think about a box set. Yeah. Um, so we're not going to talk about the entire thing in one episode. We gave ourselves 
a little bit more. We're going to split it across two episodes because it has 30 songs and it's 77 minutes long, which is that's that's too much, man. Yeah, it's two episodes worth. Yeah, at least. Remember that? Remember those like two Garth albums that were 35 minutes long? Remember that one uh, John Cale album that I brought that was like nine songs and 33 Mm. minutes long? Mm. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Delightful. Bet you're looking back now with fondness. Yeah. You didn't seem to like it at the time. I love that album now. <laughs> I And I get it. <laughs> now the lyrics are understandable all of a sudden. I love poems. <laughs> poems, yes. Um, so because this album, well, quote, album, quote unquote, it's a mixtape, that really frees up the art in a really interesting way because you're going to hear a lot of samples that you might recognize. Well, at least one. But um, I'm sure there are tons of instrumental, like drum breaks and all kinds of stuff that the producer is able to use because they're not selling it for money and they don't have to worry about clearing the sample licenses. Fair use, motherfuckers. Fair use. That's what we do. Yeah, we're just like hip hoppers. <laughs> hip hip hopsters. <laughs> I'm like one of those rapsters or... Uh, Productionists. It's about to sound like another one of those rap songs. <laughs> yep. Um, and that that kind of I mean that goes back to the roots of of hip hop that it started this us. like rep not us <laughs> the mixtape form like yeah I I don't know the history super well but I do know that um there were some court cases or laws that were passed or something that changed how samples could be used in music like when hip hop was first beginning you could basically do anything. And that was what led to its like explosion of creativity in the beginning. And then at some point they locked it down and the copyright lobby was like, no, we want money, give it. And so mm-hmm. they locked down all kinds of shit. So there's a lot of albums from back in the day that could never be made today. Yep. So good, good mixtape album. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was a lot of fun. I'm excited to, to hear the rest. Yeah. You didn't even listen to the thing all the way through. I have not. Ah. <laughs> I did, but I only prepared for half of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, shall we just get into it? Yeah. Yeah. First song is called Speech. Niggas ain't selling, so they blaming it on piracy. Or I'm too hard for the top seats. <laughs> UFC submission hole, I get them off me. The niggas in Tallahassee saying I'm off glee, but the whole say I'm sick. Good jokes. Mm-hmm. Loving that. So, um, this album might be a little bit difficult to synopsize. Yeah, there's these songs there, aren't really about anything in many cases. Yeah, we're. It's just going to be us saying like, "Hey, this is a brag rap song." Yep. Um, <laughs> and then like try to pick apart how maybe it's different from the other brag rap songs there are differences it's just more apparent when you listen to it as opposed to uh you know talking about it on a podcast right so we if you think about it we are doing the really hard work you know i I, i'm glad somebody's saying it (laughs) you're welcome t-pain you're welcome listeners yeah ow (laughs) did you just staple yourself (laughs) just a little bit (laughs) um so yeah, this is a bragging, competitive song about succeeding in the business at all costs. At all, at all cost. Costs? Mm-hmm. What? 
how do you say that? I mean, how do you say idioms? It's a, it's a, you, idioms. So <laughs> there's a, there's a misspelling of the N word in here. Is it, does that mean that I can say it? Cause it's a different word. <laughs> mm, I don't I'm know. not going to. <laughs> what, what is the misspelling? Uh, uh it's a N I G G L A S. Wait, is who says that? T Pain or Birdman? Uh, T Pain. It's in that. It's in that samples. So I don't think he actually says it. Oh, yeah. Let's listen to the um, beginning of that again. All right. Yo, he no, definitely he doesn't. doesn't use an L. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like a cuter way of saying it, but not cute for me. Isn't there? Um, is that in? Uh, if only Gangsta's there was some paradise? sort of. If only there was some sort of dorky white boy um, sort of avatar for suburban angst, maybe he could get away with it. <laughs> Isn't there? A, is that in Gangsta's Paradise or something? Isn't there like some song that uses? I don't know how to say this. I'll just spell it N I G L E T S as like. A, oh, I've heard that before. Little diminutive um, N words. Yeah, but I don't. I think he. Ju- I think he just says the regular word though in that song. I think I'm getting it confused with Amish Paradise, where um, uh, Weird Al says omelets. Does he say omelets? Jesus. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, here we go. MF Doom uses the uh, diminutive N word in a song called "Absolutely." He would do that. Yeah. Apparently, ASAP Rocky does too. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, Big Boy. Okay. There's tons of songs that do apparently. All is right. there a diminutive for cracker? Crack cracklets? Crack cracklins. Crackettes. Onklins. Crackies? Cut all this out. All right. So I don't really Besides know how to synopsize it. Uh, other, <laughs> other than this, um, uh, he he makes a comment in the. Um, there's some really good rap in this. I'm just gonna read some of it. Um, pennies for my thoughts, dollars for my words, hundred for the hook, one fifty for the verse. Mm-hmm. That's just a really catchy sort of like commoditization of of his. It's a very meta moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says, "Cause bitch, I got kids and they want Louis Vuitton shit and the Gucci wallet to carry crayons in." That's, That's so good. <laughs> yeah, That's such a great. Those rap. are really good lines. He's trying to treat his kids good, and this is a common theme in his music that he. Can't get no respect. <laughs> He's a real Rodney Dangerfield. Exactly. Um, yeah, apparently everyone hates T Pain. I don't really remember. Oh, that's I my least favorite sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he he raps about that a lot in this album. In yeah, past he's albums. kind of defensive, but it's much more en- enjoyable on this mixtape than it was on the last album. Yeah, last album he had that like karaoke song where he's like, yeah, everybody else yeah. is copying me and they just sound like um, karaoke, I, I guess, or something. Meh. Yeah, he takes kind of some more ownership of it in this one. And, um, and he has more some, of a sense of humor about it, too. It's funnier. And then there's some moments that are actually vulnerable um, in this yeah. album, in, in the half that we're going to talk about today that yeah. Yeah, I really appreciate. But I like that pretty good. Um, I like um, it pretty well, is what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like these lines. I can't speak on the bus, but when the word finally get out, I'll fill a swimming pool with the soda N-words spit out. 
They're going to be straight. Bit taken so much they fill up a swimming pool. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's a great mental image. <laughs> ah. Very good. So, Mr. yeah, Payne. Bird Birdman, Harvey Birdman. Yeah, Birdman shows up and he really phones it in. He's just talking to he's just leaving a voice message to T-Pain. Uh-huh. Is that what's yeah, going on? Yeah, he phones it in. Mm. Wait. Let me repeat it again so you get it. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you get it. No. Uh yeah, for some reason he yeah, I he I don't know if he was like listening to the beat when he was on the phone or something because it sounds like he's kind of talking sort of rhythmically, right? I mean, I don't remember. Oh. Okay. I don't think so. All right. Well, it's a dead end. Um No, let's talk about more about whether or not uh <laughs> Bird, Birdman was rhythmically Birdman. speaking. He's a Birdman is. I think he was like Lil Wayne's mentor. He shows up on oh, a really? couple of uh, Lil Wayne's albums. Like uh, he's all over the Carter Two, which is one of the. I think I've listened to the Carter Two and the Carter Three, and that's like basically all of Lil Wayne I've listened to. Maybe the Carter One a little bit, but uh, actually he himself shows up, Wheezy, and uh, it's again kind of unsettling. Uh yeah. Not in this track. Not in this track. He's not a on this on. track. This is just Birdman, who is apparently his mentor. Uh, shall we move on? Anything we, else to say about this one? We shall move on to this you, one. You already played the, the sample. Yeah, the piracy. Yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. That part's great. All right. Next song is I Done Showed You. So this is a braggadocious song for once, and then this is one in which T Pain threatens women. I think it's kind of unclear. Um, he talks about how impressive he is, but then he does seem to threaten the women, and then he seems to be some kind of ninja, as when he says, "Girl, you can't see me. No, I'm too dangerous. You can't see me. No, I'm too dangerous." Yeah. So I don't know if that's. It seems like that's in reference to the women, and I don't know. That's kind of weird. Yeah, there's a a very like homophobic and racist. Um, at least the content is homophobic and racist in the verse two uh, when smoke shows up. Mm, yeah. And at the end, smoke clarifies that. Uh, and this is pretty funny. And smoke stands for smoke. Loads of Kush every day. <laughs> Ah, very good. <laughs> but um, yeah, he says like a uh, oh, interesting shit. things. Yeah, he says um, my eighty-year-old twin sister, same old, same old. That's great. Um, uh, is it's it? Clear- I don't. I don't get it. I think he says like eighty-year-old twin sister, same old, same old. Oh, uh, not my. K is nothing new sisters. to me. So hate on, hate on. My eighty-year-old twin sister, same old, same old. Then he says, uh, so that's not homophobic he says it's it's gayer than unicorns having glitter butt sex with a fairy skiing down that double rainbow oh that's i'm on urbanlyrics.com and it's very different it says it's claritin than unicorn having glitter but six b but with one t 
with a fairy skiing down that double rainbow. So I had you know that it's what I said, right? Yes, yes, it's I definitely do. Definitely that. But like when I was reading on the lyrics, I was just like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" I don't even get it's a the real stream of consciousness. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's a weird. I don't know. I didn't catch the homophobia there. Yeah, he manages to be homophobic and then uh, racist a couple lines later. He says, "Yeah." So, do you want to read it? <laughs> no, you read it. <laughs> oh, I brought it on myself, I guess. <clears throat> Like game in six, we sh- the shit on a stick. Pause. My Chevrolet Camaro's high yellower than that N word Drake. Rims blacker than Wesley Snipes. I'm sitting on blades. Um, so for those who don't know, high yellow is a racist term for somebody who is uh, black according to the one drop rule, but has lighter skin and a supposedly yellow undertone to their skin, and uh, can also be used to describe biracial people. Yeah. So apparently Try that's, playing old time music sometime. <laughs> apparently it shows up in the shows Yellow Rose of Texas. Oh yeah. Uh people still play that and I sit it out. Mm. Cuz it's a it's a it's a minstrel tune. I don't think all of the tunes that's that use that terminology are necessarily like um racist on purpose, but like there is the Yellow Rose of Texas and that tune's fucking racist. Mhm. Yeah, and Jesus. I hate it. Um, and just to like explicate the term a little bit, apparently high in the, in the, uh, phrase high yellow is usually considered a reference to social class system in which, you know, the lighter your skin, the higher class you were. Yep. Basically turning black folks against each other and, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, the invention of colorism. Hooray. Isn't that fun? Good, good job. Smoke way to like take that uh way to co-opt the racist terminology and use it to attack a biracial person yeah really cool pretty good work yeah solidarity (laughs) (laughs) so um i don't necessarily have anything else to say about this song yeah um synopsis did oh i did i guess yeah yeah i don't think i really have anything more let's just go on next one is called big man I need a case load of queso chip. Somebody pass me the queso dip or the kago flip. Who's a big man? Who's a big man? Are <laughs> me, you a me. big man? Are you me. a big man? Oh, who's a big man? Theo does this thing where he's just like. He That's says, uh, hey, look at how big I am. And then he just like gets up and stands. <laughs> and then he just sort of waits expectantly. I was like, yeah, getting pretty big. <laughs> Sometimes he's like, yeah, bigger than you are. <laughs> like, Fuck. <laughs> I don't know if that's entirely true, Theo. Yeah. Uh, Theo's Cameron's son, for those who are not avid thinkers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what is this song about? T-Pain's proud of his friend, 2 Chains, so he brags about him to us for a while as he introduces him, and then 2 Chains has to follow T-Pain's, I think, better rapping. (laughs) 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 Um, It's not quite as charming, but uh, yeah, that's basically it, and then there's a lot of uh, Freddie Mercury... It sounds like he's pitch shifted. Oh, he's totally pitch shifted a <laughs> shitload. And that was like, all over the... Sounds like a little boy. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because the line 
does uh-huh. have a say like you're going to be a big man someday um i just the pitch shifting thing is like all over hip hop around this time and i just don't think it sounds very good almost ever yeah i feel like it was in all of that uh kanye music pitch i think kanye vocals. does it better than a lot of people do um i'm thinking of like there's a bunch of 50 cent songs that are like have a ton of that that were super popular it's just yeah there's a really cool song on damn that has like a really slow pitch shift and it goes super low and then goes super high i forget which one it is Hmm. but it's really catchy Hmm. uh there's he says he says if anyone wants to look it up he says the words i probably won't come around i'm probably will let you down or something like that in in the verse who who does kendrick oh in that in that song okay i thought you were talking about this song yeah Bigman. Um, there's tons of wordplay on this song that just don't really go anywhere or have any meaning, but he's just playing, which is pretty um, pretty prevalent throughout this entire album. He has this one line, put the timber in the lake and make it cry me a river. It's like, okay. Okay. Sure. Why not? Why not? Just imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, actually, that's not even T Pain himself saying that. Yeah, I mean, T Pain, T Pain uh, does does uh, do a bunch of that. It's this is two chains. I think he says that, doesn't he? Oh, let me look it up on. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he says that. Yeah, yeah, this is two chains. Um, for some reason, the lyrics website I was at. Um, oh, because this is what <gasps> two chains is. Uh, former stage name before he was known as Two Chains was. I don't know how to pronounce this. T I T Y B O I. I don't know if that's supposed to be Titty Boy or Tidy Boy or what, but uh, he's credited Yikes. on the lyrics website, Urban Lyrics, as Titty Boy or Tidy Boy or however that goes. I like Tidy Boy. I think that's I think that's fun and weird. <laughs> I kind of like Titty Boy. It's <laughs> also less fun, but it is weird. It's got those those bitch tits like Bob. Hey, I think this. Uh, I think these lyrics are interesting, though. Um, T Pain says, in reference to Two Chains or Titty Tidy Boy, Tidy. He keeps those titties tidies. <laughs> tidy. It's got real tidy titties. That guy. Uh, and he's gonna be a big he, man. That that tidy tight, tight, boy. You know he will. He make hits that'll knock an N word out cold. Known as the sellout, rocking them sold out shows. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then. I think this is the most interesting line. Born rich in the brain. Mm, rich Only in the membrane. Only game you got left is to get to the fame. You getting me, man? Uh-huh. Which is man. Yeah. So I, I think that's an interesting... I think those are interesting lyrics. Like there's it's just like something in his DNA that's just like, gotta go make that paper. Hmm. He's uh, rich in the membrane. It seems like he's respecting him when he says that. Is he talking about... Titty boy. He's talking about two chains. Oh, okay. And by and by two chains, I mean um, the tidy titties. I just, I don't know if he was talking about himself or what. No. Eh. This whole song is about how much he respects two chains. Oh, but he. Okay. <laughs> I'm a fool for this baby. <laughs> That's what uh, T Pain is apparently saying when he's talking in the background. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm a fool for this baby. <laughs> I don't know if there's supposed that's to be a so comma nice. there or if he's <laughs> if he's infantilizing Titty Boy or what. 
He's a little titty boy. I love that baby. Someday he's going to be a big, big man. Big titty man. (laughs) (laughs) You know, a tidy boy grows up to be a messy man, as they say. All right, let's go on to my favorite part of the first half of this mixtape. It's called Hoes and Ladies. I wanna fuck, put your motherfucking hands in the air. <laughs> on five hour energy, new Bowen Hennessy. So what you wanna do, little baby? Why does T-Pain keep saying pizzle? Does he? Yeah, he just did it just now. And I didn't then hear anything. He did it in the last song. And it's all in your head. Mm, nope. You're having pizzle hallucinations. Pizzle. Uh, I just have a, a pizzle fetish. <laughs> you just The brain hears what it wants to hear. The heart wants what it wants. Just wants some pizzle. I'm not judging you. Yeah. So this is one of T-Pain's best songs, I think, that I've heard him do. And just ever. Yeah, I'm actually saying that. Um, so he does not believe in the good girl, bad girl dichotomy. He just wants to be sex positive, and he does not care about shame. He's just celebrating women. If you it's don't a real a f- return to form. Yeah, it's like, it's like uh, what's that song from the first album that was like really celebratory and sex positive? Mm. I mean, I guess that was several, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he says in the chorus, if you don't give a fuck that your friend's stuck up and she don't want to mess up her hair, and if you want to fuck like I want to fuck, put your motherfucking hands in the air. It's just like, yeah, party in the USA. But then <laughs> Lil Wayne shows up and he totally wrecks T-Pain's positive vibe with just some pure tastelessness that is borderline creepy when he says, kiss her on the thigh, make her pussy hole cry. They oh, say, dear. number, don't lie, let's try uh, 29. Kiss her on her lips, make her pussy hole drip. <laughs> I'm not making a joke. That's what he says. I mean, yeah, I, I it is. yeah it's just a 29. Uh, kiss her on her lips, make her pussy hole drip. She can't even walk to the bathroom. She got to skip. Kiss her I think on that's kind of a sweet line. She can't even the bathroom. She got to skip? Yeah. Like, she's just so excited. I don't think that's what he's going for, but sure. Um. Yeah. yeah. I think. His insistence on using the phrase pussy hole is like really uh, off-putting and unsettling. Oh yeah, this verse sucks. Yeah, it <laughs> makes my skin crawl and my bones fall out of my butt. <laughs> there's, there's two lines, or there's space for two lines at the end, uh, but he just kind of goes... <laughs> like a weird like anime villain yeah she keep a close shave like barbasol but all in all she's just weezy baby and if you give a fuck that your friends he kind of does that a lot in his rapping his collaboration he just takes with- like a good like four bars to yeah. just sort of like to hey, giggle you weren't creeped out yeah by all the words that i said yeah his collaborations with t pain are making me lose kind of a lot of respect for him i like him less the more i hear of him on uh, t pain's records and uh it, that might be because his stuff that i listened to was like 2003 to 2008 ish and uh his t pain's stuff is newer than that so maybe Lil Wayne is getting less fun and more just creepy yeah I I don't think there's anything actually like wrong with this he's just a creepy dude yeah (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that who's having sex 
<laughs> but he's not creepy bad. Creepy. He's just creepy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like and such it's a sound- contrast to T-Pain because T-Pain is... He's got this great, his first verse is so good. He says, I'm so considerate, I never quit a bitch. No matter how many N-words hit or how many dicks she licked, I please that clitoris, I give her a kiss and shit. When other N-words don't stay long enough, they get the digits and split. If ain't nobody telling you that you are pretty, that's just because you are and they do not want to admit it. (coughs) Damn. Look at all that ass. You ain't got to have titties. (laughs) (laughs) Read the next line. Okay. At least you're part of the itty bitty titty committee. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Such a good verse. So yeah, like it's, sex positive and fun. It's really fun. Yeah. yeah. He refers to himself as Santa Claus. Oh, oh, oh yeah. That's that's at the end. Oh, that's so good. Go wear them granny draws. Matter of fact, go put that dress on and don't wear any draws and come sit on Santa Claus. We can take some pictures with the islands in the backdrop or we can go to PC, but you'll still be my laptop. Pretty good. Pretty sexy. Pretty sexy. But not quite as sexy as when Lil Wayne says pussy hole 500 times. (laughs) (laughs) That should be the title of the episode, but I don't think we can... Don't think we can put that on uh, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Imagine pulling up episode number forty of Think Outside the Box and it just says. I'm going to start Wayne sharing says, these on hole. Facebook now that I have some like social media time in uh-huh. my life, and uh, I'm not going to share it if we call it that. <laughs> what you don't want? Uh, Lil Wayne says pussy hole five hundred times on your Facebook wall. <laughs> No, I'm friends with uh, at least one of my grandmas. Oh, okay. And all my most conservative aunts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, shit. What was I going to say? Uh, do I have anything else to say about this song? No. Uh, nope. That is actually it. Next song is called You Copying Me. I love that like it's such a childish thing to say that someone's copying you Mm -hmm. and he goes ahead and has like the most childish voice say it yeah this is a this is an instance where I feel like pitch shifting actually works it doesn't necessarily make this person sound like a child but you know like convincingly necessarily but you know I think it like fits what he's doing so um in this song, when he's talking about people copying him, he's sort of saying that it's to his credit. Mm-hmm. And he's not necessarily complaining about it. Um, because the song is really all about his humble beginnings and his ultimate success. Um, that, And he knows that he's successful because everyone's copying him. Uh, but at one point, he was like working at McDonald's. And then, um, you know, Akon calls him up. And then they go to a pizza parlor mm-hmm. and have a talk. That's a phrase that I haven't heard in a long time. A long time. Doesn't he say pizza parlor in the lyric? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Sat down at a pizza parlor. That's weird. I haven't heard. Yeah. On it, like, you go to a who, slice shop, but an actual slice pizza parlor. Shop. I go to a chop shop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's a uh, if that's a phrase that's used outside of places where Italians actually run pizza joints. If it's just like, you know, weird germanic or like english a, you know Amer- americans are like what do we call this 
The the Italians call it a pizzeria, but we can't say that. How about a parlor <laughs> of pizza? Yeah, it's. I think it has to have booths. Booths. Oh, booths. Yeah. Booths. It has to have booths. Shallow booths. I I gotta have those booths. <laughs> um. Yeah. So he mentions that. When Akon is calling him, before he knows it's Akon, he says, somebody's calling him from area code 404. And I thought T-Pain was making a joke about like how somebody's calling him from like 404 not found error message or right. something. But apparently that's actually the area code for the North Atlanta suburbs. Huh. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. So Akon, Akon calls. Uh, says, oh, yo, this Akon, what up, N-word? Man, your shit sound good. And then teapon, teapon, teapon. My favorite pawn shop. Um, teapon all stars. T Pain says, "Shut up, N word." And then he says, "Click," as in I hung up the phone. Just leave me the fuck alone. And somebody better quit playing on my fucking phone. And then he said, "Nah, this is what I'm about to do. Have everyone, or oh, sorry, have everybody copying you." Mm-hmm. So that I mean, Akon is a is a precog. He knows exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. F- future rap crimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's a- I, I actually I actually really like this lyric here. Um, now I can't tell that this is the kind... Sorry. Now I can't tell that this is the kind of tours that I should be making all by myself. I don't know if that's a correct transcription. That feels clunky. Mm-hmm. But the good part is here. But I'm a commit suicide if I see another untalented N-word on the Best Buy shelf. <laughs> Which is so bizarre. Are, do, do they sell uh, CDs at Best Buy? They used to. Oh, my God. Did you never go to Best Buy, like, you know, I guess 10 years ago or so? Um, Not really. You always went to Worst Buy. <laughs> you know, if Second I, Best Buy. If I were bisexual... And I was in a pride parade. I would get dressed up in like khaki pants and a blue polo shirt and get the blue polo shirt embroidered with the words that said Best Buy. And then you'd eat that, a bratwurst. That would be fun. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but also while talking about pussy holes. Oh uh, uh, shit. Okay. Yeah, this is this is like a, a pretty good classic old school hip hop style like story song. I really like that. It's it's a huge improvement over the karaoke song from the last album. Um <coughs> it's yeah, it's like it's sort of what we were talking about earlier where he is, you know, still kind of I don't I wouldn't know if, uh, if I would call this song defensive necessarily, but he no. is like having more fun with it and yeah. you know, he's proclaiming that everybody's copying him. But it doesn't seem to bother him as much as it did on the karaoke song. Yeah. Yep. All right. Next song, Danger. What I'm doing is illegal like three murders. So put your bread up, I got beef like three burgers. Lick shots and make a team jump like three hurdles. Yeah. You niggas win slow and I'm smarter than Steve Burke. Did you get it? Danger. <laughs> yeah. They say that boy got the bar on his neck. Advertising for us. The shit I'm doing is illegal. Like three murders. <laughs> that's so how funny. illegal it is. Yeah, that's that's almost like kind of a uh, like Violent J style lyric. Yeah, but T Pain actually has rhythm, form in it because he's setting up the internal <laughs> the, the assonance of three <laughs> murders, assonance, three, bur- <laughs> three murders, 
three burgers, three hurdles, Steve Urkel. Yep. So it's not necessarily a rhyme, but it uh, has all the vowel sounds line up. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. So put your bread up. I got beef like three or sorry. This shit I'm doing is illegal like three murders. So put your bread up. I got beef like three burgers. Lick shots. I make your team jump like three hurdles. You N-words weird and slow and I'm smarter than Steve Urkel. Yeah. Um, Steve, I mean, Steve Urkel was smart. He, he was not smart enough to know whether or not he did that. But he was able to like build robots and make magic potions. You know, science is really just magic, really. <laughs> he could turn himself into a different dude or something. I don't know. I didn't watch the show. So this is a song. I didn't get much out of it. It's There's kind of a lot of wordplay that doesn't really mean anything. But I guess the point is that T-Pain is a danger to other musicians or something because he is so good at making music. It's yeah. Un- unclear. Um, and then... He- he has this sort of grade school uh, jump rope chant style lines here. I'm going to keep it going like a marathon. A merry-go-round. If Mary make it to my room, then Mary go down. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Hey, so this is pretty good. Um, we might need a limo's worth of back seats because all in my... Hmm. What? Because all in my shotgun be riding shotgun. Everyone in your shotgun is riding shotgun? Oh man, these these fucking transcriptions are They're so terrible. bad. That's what right. mine says too. On okay, urban lyrics the, ends with shotgun, and then he says for n words that's looking at me wrong like a hot nun. <laughs> okay, that is a good line. <laughs> it's really funny, and it actually makes sense. It like you know says something. Yeah, unlike it sure does. Yeah, it really does. Like a hot nun. That's fun. I mean. She doesn't. She could be a uh, a homely nun and still look at you wrong. You know, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they still got eyes. You know, they can look. They just can't touch those <laughs> nuns. You know, God gave them brains and eyes, and they got to use them. All right. Uh, the last lines Scope of this. Go through zone, Nathan. <laughs> My personal zone and mine alone. <laughs> the last lines in the song are kind of baffling. He says. Maybe it's all of this money. Maybe the ice on my wrist. Maybe the phantom outside. Maybe it's Maybelline. So he just kind of like abandons the rhyme and the form to throw in a reference. To make to that Ma- really good reference. Yeah. But it just like, it just falls flat and just lies there. It's like, what, what is, why, why did you do that or say that? Why? Maybe, maybe it's natural. Maybe it's Maybelline. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Anything else about this song? I was seeing if if I could get you to correct me again. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm no Mabelinologist, but <laughs> I laid you a, a pedant trap, and you you refused. You're too smart. And by that you mean I was too stupid and wasn't paying attention and wasn't listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad of a friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just bad enough of a listener. All right, next song is called Mufuga, but I think he pronounces it Mufuga or something for some reason. It might be like motherfucker. No, I think it's Mufuga. Oh, okay. Music is so cool. Are there men going, 
bo 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 bo. Yeah, it's a real um what's the thing from the Wizard of Oz that you reference on Garf episode? OEO is the old one or whatever. Yeah. Yep, that's the one. OEO. OEO. Yeah. Uh I didn't notice that when I was listening the first time. Did you listen on your good headphones or not? Mm, yeah, I did. Hmm. I now who's the one not paying attention and listening? Brain. Yeah, that's right. So an aggressive, braggadocious song for once <laughs> about being good at rap and rich. Whoa, this is some and, um, untrod ground for to pain. There, there is something else, and I wanted to ask you what you thought it was. Oh, okay. I need to take my medication on the daily basis. I got some shit inside of me, and I can't wait to say this. Because I'm going to lose a lot of friends in the process, but this, the ones that's been fucking up all my progress. Uh, my what? transcription says, but just the ones that's been fucking up all my progress. Yeah, what, what do you think that means? His friends that have been holding him back, he's going to get rid of them. Okay. Uh, because he's going to say truths that they're not ready to hear. He's got some shit inside of him. He can't wait to say it. That's not how shit works. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean, Unless I guess you kind of speak it. I guess, uh, well, not from your, you know, upper lips, from your nether, nether mouth. Yeah. Um, yeah, that those seem pretty clear to me. What was also clear, but also kind of shocking, was the line, "You just a miscarriage, son, not coming." Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. That's kind of sad. Yeah. That's. Oh, uh, yeah. Trigger warning. <laughs> Belated trigger warning, everyone. Trigger warning, by the way. We should just say that for all of our episodes. I mean, I guess we do have the explicit tag in Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Well. All right. Next song called So Much Pain. Shit. Love from a nigga is the only thing I might get. Everything else I got. If not, I'll buy it. Now try this. I'm surrounded by so much hate. Cameron, people are hating on T-Pain. Did you know about this? Did, yeah. Tell me. Tell me true. Did you know about this? I did know. God damn it. But you know what? I you didn't know what? really good... know, but I did know that he knows it. Uh, well, he does say that he, he does mention it several times, but there's also good news. He's not going to let that get to him. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> and he will continue repeating that. He will continue talking about how much it's not getting to him. Sticks and stones may break his bones. Mm-hmm. But. 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 Butts will never hurt him. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's pretty much what the song is. There's at about this time on the mixtape, there are several songs like the last one and maybe the one before that are basically just one verse and one chorus they're really short they're kind of like the second half of abbey road it's and kind of a, th- th- a through composed song yeah i'm really into it i'm i'm a big fan I, I like it i like what he's doing a lot just like extremely short songs great um yeah there's some good lines here so on and so forth i'm so on and so forceful yeah it's pretty good oh you know what the best line is here we go there it is. <laughs> that horsey sound is so choice. Ah, oh, delightful. Yeah, I kind of like this line 
I love music. The only reason you do it because you started getting pussy from it. <laughs> I kind of appreciate that. And I yeah. kind of believe him. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Obviously, he also enjoys pussy. Obviously. And is motivated by it. He won't shut up about it. Yeah. But I do believe that he legitimately loves music for its own sake. Yep. And that uh, maybe that sets him apart. Yep. And he says something about, uh, he's talking about something that's stupid. And he says, now that's stupid from a combo aspect, but so is rolling up weed in my publishing checks. So <laughs> apparently he's just <laughs> taking his checks and turning them into rolling papers. So cool. Um, the weird thing about this song, it's titled so much pain and the chorus talks about how there's so much pain and he says, y'all N words ain't felt no pain, but he doesn't really like make that into a pun on his stage name T pain. Nope. So it, it, it sort of feels like a missed opportunity. Yeah. You, you got a pun whenever you can T pun, my friend, you must T pun. <laughs> I'm done. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Apparently, this is going to be a three or four parter episode, actually, about this mixtape. Nope. <laughs> oh, oh, the podcast is done. Okay. Well, back it in, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. All right. Let me synopsize the next song. Oh, but you don't want to. Okay. Before we get there, I do have to talk about some of the craziest lines on this song. He says, My tongue wearing skinny jeans, my flow on that tight shit. So. <laughs> Just wanted to just let that sort of sit out there. It's a strong, powerful mental image. That's one way of putting it. Yeah. It took me a minute uh, to like figure out what he was talking about. I mean, there's sort of like a whole, um, you know, deviant art. Um, oh, <laughs> kink for that tight shit. Just anthropomorphic tongues. Oh, wearing jeans yeah. specifically. And then also pooping those jeans. Uh, huh. My tongue pooped my skinny jeans. Oh, no. Is Sexy. that the title? <laughs> would you be comfortable? It can't, it can't be, right? You, would you be comfortable seeing your aunts see that on Facebook and your grandmama? Hmm? No. No? Well, then that's what it is. And also, right. next song is called The Word. T-Pain raps about all the disrespect that comes with his success. Mm-hmm. He feels like it's reasonable that he needs to make a paycheck. Well, yeah, for obviously. his children's expensive taste. Yeah, they've been they've become accustomed to a certain style of living, Cameron. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, how hard is it to make it, and you fucking and you fucking respect it? It seems like you just get in this shit to get rejected. You're out of here. And in some cases, I done caught my damn self hating on another N word. Just because he getting sweaty. Yeah, d- getting sweaty like he's working hard? Is that what that means? Or is it literally like he's sweating? Um, I think it's working hard. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and every every time you walk out the bitter with blue balls, the better? Fuck. Fuck these transcriptions. It did sound like bitter for some reason. All right. And every time you walk out the bitter 
with blue balls than go and waste your money on making your Chevy too tall. Damn. Maybe it's so supposed to be bedroom. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But uh, yeah, he's just he's just rapping about like these sort of cycles of like trying to succeed and then it never quite being enough. Mm-hmm. Um, never, you know, he he reaches some kind of security, but maybe not like emotional and social security that he thinks that he's earned. Um, and he he does call himself. Um, a modern day Frederick Douglass. But he then follows it by the excellent line, like Sadate, Pootie Tang used the belt to beat it. See, I don't I don't understand this reference. Pootie Tang, man. That's a movie. Speaking of Louis I, C.K. I know about the movie, but I haven't seen it. Oh, that's one of his catchphrases. Sadate. I'm a sign your pity on the runny kind. Alright. Yep. Now I understand it all. Yeah. Exactly. Duh. <laughs> That's that's Sorry. like that's his whole shtick is that he speaks in these incomprehensible um, catchphrases, and that's that's literally all of all his dialogue. Gotcha. Yeah, Pootie Tang, you've had incredible success, and you've had it in a variety of fields: music, films, martial arts, pottery. How do you do it? What makes you tick? Uh, well, Bob, I'm a pawn Tony. Got my dillies on a pepper tang. I hear that now, Pootie. A lot of young artists, really, say that you are their inspiration. Well, I can't say that they know my brother. What a tie. Um, the, uh, the lieutenant from The Wire is in it. Not the lieutenant. The uh, Freeman. Lester Freeman is in, in it as uh, Dirty D, I think, is his character's name. And uh, Wanda Sykes is also in it, and Chris Rock. You're still talking about Pootie Tang. Yeah, not the song, no. Okay. <laughs> so, speaking of... Is this a Pootie Tang podcast now? <laughs> now it is. All right. Um, Sepa Town, my damies, is the name of it. <laughs> so, Cameron, speaking of famous people, I have one question for you. Is Patti LaBelle famous for not showing her underwear? I did not get that Because reference. T-Pain says, has these lines, but I say, hell nah. Fuck them N-words and they bins. Tell them I don't see them like Patti LaBelle draws. So, that is how I ended up Googling the phrase Patti LaBelle underwear. And I don't really like very much that T-Pain made me do that. But yeah, what happened? I didn't find anything, you know, scandalous or scanty, proving that she indeed must be famous for not showing her underwear. Oh, so there's just like nothing to see here. Move right along. Yeah, I mean, all there is is just fully clothed Patti LaBelle. Well, shoot. Now, how's that for a wholesome title? <laughs> Now, that's something that all of our aunts and grandmas can really get behind. Uh, <laughs> that's it. I mean, that, that has to be Don't talk is. about my aunts and grandmas that way. <laughs> Getting behind Patty LaBelle. <laughs> okay. Next song is called Test Drive. This fucking song. So T Pain <laughs> T Pain is going to have sex with yeah. you. And the metaphor, if you can call it that, is that he is going to take you for a quote test drive. 
Does that qualify as a metaphor? Maybe not, but he <laughs> is still going to have sex with you, regardless. What's the fuck a car? <laughs> God, that's a much better, much better shtick than was. He's gonna take your car for a test drive, and the photos of it are gonna end up on Deviant Art later. <laughs> yeah, so that, I mean, that's that's it. Yeah, there's. I mean, it's sort of a metaphor for having sex, but also apparently. They are actually going to have sex in cars. He says, hey, making love at the red light. Yep. Uh, and apparently they're going to fuck on top of the car because he says about the hood, I'm going to put you on it. You ain't never going to get off, get off, get off. Which sounds like not a very considerate lover, you know? Yeah. Or Unless that's like part of what he does, like teasing or edging this person or something, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> As it were. Yeah. Um, I do like the way he uses car jargon to talk about erect nipples. He says, hey, high beams on your headlights. Do you think that's what that means? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. That doesn't make any sense to me. Headlights, man. You never use, heard that as a uh, slang for breasts? <laughs> this whole chestnut? <laughs> uh, no, I have not. Okay. Well, go on to UrbanDictionary.com and I'm sure you will find... Uh, he also says hey show me what your headrest like and wink yeah is that you get it is that is that really explicit is that like really dirty no i don't think so is it is it the head like his the head of his wee wee or something (laughs) he just he just wants to like lay down on her tummy (laughs) he does have love songs about women's tummies so he does yeah that's what i'm saying yeah yeah, Cameron. Yeah. Any, <laughs> any other stupid things we can say about this song? Um, no. Nope. Next song is called Money on the Flow. What does it mean to have your money on the floor? It means, I think it's the aftermath of making it rain, right? I throw my money on the floor. Pick your motherfucking money up. Maybe that's how he's like giving money to strippers or Uh, like collaborators or just like, I mean, that seems like kind of a disrespectful way to give money to people. Just like throw it on the floor and be like, pick your motherfucking money up. Yeah. Yeah. T-Pain and Mr. Fab Mm -hmm. are the wives of the party. Also, T-Pain knows he'll have sex with a woman. Mm, Yes. This is the first time he's expressed that certainty. I just know it. I got a feeling. Um, yeah, that's what this song is. Mr. Fab's pretty fun. Yeah, his flow is most, great. I have a sound sample of it. Yeah, here it is. It's super fun and nerdy. Yeah, it's great. Yep, big fan of that. Um, Do you listen to Milo at all? Uh Uh-uh. Might be Milo. I just read it as Milo for some reason. Just M-I-L-O. He's a rapper. Um, 
and he raps about very nerdy things mm. and he has a pretty interesting delivery not quite this intense but just mm-hmm. check him out okay um in the intro to the song you hear some vuvuzelas which apparently this is around the time that they were popular and maybe novel what, what are you talking about Pick your motherfucking money out Okay, there's a lot in there. Which one is the thing that you said? Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, that's like a fun joke now. Yeah, I mean, I think at the time it still carried novelty value. Right. Um, there's also these lines. Or maybe just a little so she can show me her nipple. Then maybe later on I get in the middle. Get in the middle. So that's that was notable to me for some reason. Uh, do you think that he means like uh, get in the middle of her body? I think he means listen to the song Stuck in the Middle with You. Oh, very good. And then cut her ear off. Yeah. There you go. Did you know that that song was not recorded by Bob Dylan? Uh, I had no idea who recorded it. I don't it. remember who it is, but it's a Bob Dylan sound-alike. Oh. And it's kind of I didn't, dumb. I didn't think that it was Bob Dylan. Okay. Should yeah. I have? It's it's very like Bob Dylan. It's almost like a Bob Dylan parody. I mean, I feel like they literally the talk first... about like jokers, which is a very Bob Dylan word to use. Oh, uh, yeah. Jokers still left to me or something. I feel like the first time I heard it was in a Chips Ahoy commercial. What? And then someone got their ear cut off? Yeah. That happens every time somebody listens to the song, somebody somewhere. Just like when a bell rings, an angel gets a wing. When you listen to that song, someone gets their ear cut off. So better Chips be careful with that Spotify. Stuck. In the middle oh, God. with you. I'm having a sense memory. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's cream. Uh-huh. Like this, like, I little... know what that means. <laughs> and uh, it's in a car. And, uh-huh. he, um, and they're cookies... going for a test drive. Yeah. keep. Yeah. I'm almost there. Keep going. But slower. <laughs> slower. I'm so close. So these, these cookies just sort of sidle on up on either side of the cream. Yeah, and they, they just do. Kind of squish them. Yeah, they do. And they squish the cream. Uh huh. What a bad show. <laughs> <laughs> Our show, you mean? Yeah. yeah. That's now. That's something that I can finally agree with. What a bad thing we've done. <laughs> we've made hmm. so many mistakes. <laughs> okay, let's go on to the next song. It's called What? 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 So this is another one of those kind of like an ICP song songs, um, but like the other kind of like an ICP song songs, it's better than ICP in, in mm-hmm. many ways. Uh, it's just kind of a general song about being impressive and threatening and sexually successful. And like uh, ICP, it's kind of demeaning to women too. Uh, he has these lines, if I take her to the room, I bet she coming out wet. Besides me, ain't nothing coming out her mouth yet. Hey. Gross. Yeah. So. I pull, I pull more hose than a fireman. Uh, <laughs> wait, is that him talking about masturbating? He's pulling <laughs> right. on his hose? Or, so, or no, maybe uh, he's doing it to other dudes. Yeah. 
I mean, maybe he's he's, he's a Best Buy. <laughs> um, no, in the lyrics you sent me, it's it it says H O E S and then in brackets H O S E. That's helpful, you know, just so like everyone knows Thank what we're talking you. about. Yeah, that's why it's called number one lyrics dot com. Is it? <laughs> It is, that's isn't like, it? Like no, 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 no. It's it's not no number one. one. It's no one lyrics dot com. Yeah. Does that mean that there are, there's nobody lyrics? It's just the lyrics for Alicia Keys' song "No One." Oh. Did you know that the song is Alicia Keys's "No One"? I apparently I didn't. This is that like barely audible rap break. <laughs> that's three and a half minutes long. <laughs> Uh, but this does have a PSA in it. He says, 20 N-words in the back of a Buick Endeavor. Keep going at like I did, and you'll truly be better, because now I can text forever. So he comes... I think that means he's coming out against texting while driving or something? Yeah. I guess? Now I'm second-guessing it. It's a bad thing to do. It is a bad thing to do. Wow, I think this one actually has all of the lyrics. Yeah. No, it does So every, every lyric site has... Like a different version of Prevolver. Yeah. I wonder if it's because there were no like official lyrics released. Because the other ones yeah. there probably were to some extent, right? Like for karaoke or closed captioning or something. Like there's got to be like yeah, official lyrics. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got about this song. Do you have any more? Yeah. Nah. Next song is depressing. And that's even what it's called. And I got to pay that I don't have a lot to say about this song other than I just like really like the music. It was like a some sort of like muted guitar on a delay or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just heard it there. It's basically that the whole time, but it's like a it's a really fun sound and it just goes from a major two chord to uh, a major four chord and then it never I don't think it ever resolves hmm. so it's just sort of suspended the whole time T-Pain sings about the struggles of growing up in the hood and uh, just sort of very flatly says ain't that depressing mm-hmm. um, specifically about um, what does he say when I'm feeling down and out, I hold uh, I hold me a couple round. No, I pour me a couple a cup of brown. Isn't that what he says? I don't know. A couple rounds. I don't know. No, I thought he said cup of brown, but I think Could a be couple whiskey, rounds maybe? is better. Yeah. Anyway, he drinks and then he um, uh, blows a pound of dro, so he smokes. Mm-hmm. Isn't that depressing that he does that? Apparently, according to him, uh, he uh, he says that his grandma's in the in the hospital. No, he no, no. He says it. It's in the hospital. Hospital in the hospital, so that he can rhyme it with. And I gotta pay that bill. My grandma in the hospital, and I gotta pay that bill. Did you like that? I did. Yeah, I liked it too. I, I it was basically great. like it every time that he mispronounces a word on purpose to make it rhyme. Yeah, he's really good at that for some reason. Yeah, I still haven't put my finger on what makes that good versus bad yeah because other people do it so bad so often other people whose name might may or may not rhyme with polanis poroset or schmeilent schmey yeah (laughs) 
Yeah, so let's see. He has some interesting lines about how he interacts with women in the song. He says, Then make all my stripper friends grin, and when I do, I'm a feel so good, because she's going to make it out that hood. So don't ask what I do with my bread, and my kids got a roof on their head. Now it's real. And then he continues to say in these lines that I don't know quite so much how to feel about. He says, So she want to go to college, so she got to pop that pussy. But Shorty, I ain't even going to look. Do your thing. I'm going to throw this money. Get your change. So... Yeah, interesting. Yeah. He's he's just sort of saying that he's giving money to the stripper without um, having the stripper services. Yeah. That's unlike T-Pain, isn't it? It is. At least the character that he's portrayed. Yep. In the past. Yeah. Hmm. No. Um, we also have a T-Pain defensiveness watch in effect. <coughs> he says, and if T-Pain got to steal your shit, then why the fuck you ain't made no hits? So can he really be accused of stealing stuff if the stuff he's stealing is unsuccessful because he's successful you know so wait are people saying that he's stealing stuff i I don't know i thought it was the other way around Mm, the plot thickens yeah loving this thick plot gravy (laughs) ew it's really congealing gross don't ever talk about thick gravy ever again (laughs) (laughs) your 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 grandmama does not need to hear about that (laughs) All right, next song is called Motivated. You trying to sleep? If you a dog, then I'm a bees and the beat goes. I know you hate it. Here go my motivation, bro. I'm with my dog. Fuck us, nigga. Fuck y'all and the beat goes. So T-Pain is motivated to do what? It's kind of unclear. And this would make a really good workout song because you can kind of map whatever you want to onto what he's talking about. Like, yeah, I'm motivated to lose the freshman 15 or I'm motivated to, you know, get my beach body for this sweltering summer or something. Whatever. I'm motivated to stop killing. (laughs) I'm motivated to start killing. (laughs) And it all balances out. That's what I call karma. Yin yin and yang. Yang and yang. Um, there are two guest rappers, Carl Young. (laughs) Yes. There are two guest rappers on this song and they're not people you've heard of because apparently they won a contest to be on this song. Oh yeah. Like T-Pain apparently ran some elaborate multi-month contest where people would like send him raps, I guess. And then he would like, maybe he had a bracket or something. I don't know. But, uh, they both end up in this song and then none of the lyric sites bother to get them right. Like, the lyric sites have either one or the other, but not both. And yeah, whichever one they do have is wrong. So way to, way to nail it. Lyric sites. That's pretty much all I have about this song. It's just like, yeah, yeah. Motivated. I don't have much to say about it either. I'm not motivated to talk about it more. All right. So the next song is about my favorite anime. Yasi me like. Oh, God, I, I, sh- I should probably explain that. Yeah. It's actually Yasimi-like, but he spells it as if it were a Japanese word pronounced Yasimi-like. Still see I'm winning, you see me like. 
I just remembered that in a previous song, um, someone says, I'm flyer than four planes. <laughs> four planes? Yeah. <laughs> I'm illegal like three murders. Wait, are you flyer. sure you didn't say like a G4 or something? Because they've, they've talked about G, a G4, which is a ton of type of jet. I've talked about it several times in this album. It's very possible. Probable even. Mmm, yes. You see me like... Uh, this is a brag rap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a really funny second verse. See, I never said I'm a gangster, and I'm not saying I am, but I got N-words that will off you for a stack. Click, click, bang, bang, your hood is a gun range. Boom, boom, buck, buck, black, a black. Mm-hmm. But as long as I got, uh, young fire... We don't have to pull no fire. I can keep killing you N-words mentally. Or I can just call you and fire on three-way, and we can both explain how whack your instrumentals be. He says earlier he doesn't do three-way, though. Yeah. <laughs> that you can't fuck with him. I don't think we pointed out those lyrics, but that is what he says, yes. Uh, he's a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> Multitudes and all that. Yeah, he's a real meat Dave situation. Yeah. Um... He's, I mean, he's... think T-Pain's an alien mech? <laughs> eh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, no, I'm saying, I'm saying mecha T-Pain's an alien oh. mech. Oh. <laughs> mecha T. Uh, so T-Pain is humble. Mecha T-Pain is humble. He says, I don't suggest that I'm the best, but I can guarantee you dancing. I'm better than what most N-words just portray. So, hmm. yeah. And apparently the lyric site... Uh, thinks that the background vocals echo him saying just pro tray. Mm. It's better than anti tray, you know? He he also references the song I'm on a Boat, which came out the year previous to this uh, oh, mixtape. Yeah. He says, hmm, still on my fucking boat, still in your girl throat. See, I'm dope. Oh, no. Yeah, it's way to have fun with that skit that you were in, but then also be shitty right in the next breath. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm not a sex legend. That's the first we've heard. Um, mm-hmm. And the fact that my head's dreaded, but mm-hmm. yet it's hard for these bitches to resist. Is that usually a turn off? I don't know. It it's kind of seems like that's what he's implying. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, they're they're like notable and uncommon. It seems like it would be a differentiating factor. It's probably better than that mystery top hat kind of thing he has going on. <laughs> It's just head the whole way up. <laughs> <laughs> like Toad. <laughs> the wet sprocket? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he gets meta in the second verse. He says, see, the first verse was a formality. It had to be there, but now I just really feel like going in on all these N-words that be <laughs> acting like they're gangsta till they see a gun. But N-word, if you scared, don't pretend. Yeah. He he should he should have just written a song with just a second verse. Why don't they just make the whole plane out of the black box? <laughs> it's indestructible. You know you know what I mean. Am I right? This guy knows what I'm talking about. Hey, yeah. And what's the deal with airline food anyway? Uh, that was the last. You're a song hack, for, is what I'm saying, Cameron. For the for this episode. <laughs> what? That was the last song for this episode. It was. We blazed through those. We really, uh, 420 blazed it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, good for us. Um, 
God, can you imagine trying to do 30 songs in one episode? No, what were no, we thinking? I don't, yeah. We didn't know it had 30 songs. That's what we were thinking. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, any final closing thoughts on this uh, first half of this mixtape? I definitely am more interested in T-Pain this week. Yeah. Um, he's a lot more enjoyable. He's a lot f- more fun. And I like his rap. Yeah, me too. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. Uh, with There's a few notable missteps, but overall, it's just like really fun and great and enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's very little auto-tune also. Right. Yeah, which it doesn't bother me when he does it, but I do also like this style of hip-hop production. Yeah. Well, listeners, thank you for listening. Uh, tune in next week for the second half of this mixtape for the final 15 songs. Until then, you can visit us online at boxset.website, email us at email at boxset.website, tweet us at Podcast. Uh, if you wouldn't mind writing us a review on iTunes, that would be really good for us. And if you want to give us your money, if you want to make us pick it up off the flow, you can go to our <laughs> Patreon at support.boxset.website. And uh, if you want to hear Cameron talk about the racist background of old-time music. It and, comes uh, up a lot. Old-timey racist slurs. You can listen to his other podcast, Get Up in the Cool. <laughs> So until next right week with the second half of Prevolver, I've been Nathan Hunt, and I like to 29. <laughs> I've been Cameron DeWitt, and I'm your tidy boy. <laughs> I'm Nathan Hunt, and I said pussyhole 500 times. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've started to hate the word quirky. You hate the word quirky? Or what people take it to mean, maybe? Mm, well, yeah, obviously that's terrible, but <laughs> I still like quirky things. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, some I, things... I guess. Yeah. I mean, sure. Why not? Like, okay. <laughs> I don't... It seems like I've convinced you. Yeah. Now I'm on your side. Nathan likes it regular style. <laughs> Give me that plain mm, Jane. Give me that Norm core. <laughs> give me the core of a man named Norman. If you ask me, what's normal is actually the weirdest of all. What? Whoa. Oh, shit, dog. I just I just blew your world inside out. Inside out. And my mind, too. Yeah. Even. <laughs> Look at us making all these really funny jokes that totally good luck work. getting that good luck getting that paradigm back <laughs> to the way you had it yeah it's, gone. it's it's like a it's like a car with a bad transmission it's been shifted all to hell <laughs> you know know what i'm saying some sort of hell car Shh, quentin tarantino will hear you <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll make a movie where he gets to say the n-word a hundred times for some reason and people think yeah. that's, that's okay <laughs> And uh, lots of zoom in on um, the uh, brake and gas pedal action. Well, those are going to be mostly incidental to what he really wants to zoom in on. Yeah, the floorboards. He's crazy about those pedals. <laughs> he loves that's, that man just loves the uh, floorboards.